Today is July 3rd. The Bucks lose a series to the Brew Crew after taking game one again. All-star stuff coming up, and uh, we're in our parents' basement. Let's talk about the games. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates in that. My name is Josh and I am joined in our parents' basement by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? Go ahead and say that again. What's going on, man? (laughs) (laughs) Had you muted. This is a really weird setup here this week, Um, but here we are. Yeah. Hanging out. Um... I feel like that intro didn't sound quite like it usually does. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. think there's something a little bit different with this setup, but... It's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. We are, like, straight winging it here right now. Um, we're both in. Yeah, yeah. We're both in, visiting uh, back here in uh, in the area. We were able to, to catch a baseball game. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time, man. Not quite the outcome we wanted, but not the outcome, and we'll get into that. Sure. But first, we're we're in Dad's basement, mm-hmm. and what does Dad always have in his basement? He always has nineteen nineteen root beer. If you guys don't know nineteen nineteen root beer, um, you should. It is What's delicious. It, what, what was the first time you had nineteen nineteen root beer? At, at your at what I don't know something that Tw- you did. It was my twenty first birthday. I had a root beer kegger. That was the first time we didn't have it. No, we had it like for your graduation and everything. You had a birthday right. party one year. You're right. It, it was, was just graduation. Yeah, it was a random birthday party, and you got the you got the root beer keg, the little keg. Yeah, just a little one. But you got it up around like it was in was in it in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? Yeah. I can't. I was looking to see where they did this. I know you can get it at the uh, Grandpa Joe's. New Alm Brewing Beverage Company. I don't think that means anything anymore. No. They had it at a uh, a, a distributor, a beer distributor in Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, So it's from Minnesota. Yeah. I thought it was actually from. So good, though. But it's a very good root beer. And if you guys follow along, like, with, if you've been around for a long time, then you know that I have some trouble with some tastes. But this is very vanilla, like like a good root beer is. Yeah. And so it's been okay for me. It's good stuff, man. All right. So that's definitely not going to make us burp during the episode, too. Right, right. I apologize. Sure. Oh, already for everybody. <laughs> I feel like the camera's moving. Mm. Now I feel like we're about to be like in the booth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, the guys that they do it, they're always really close like this. You're just trying to get into this microphone a little bit. I am. So Jake's <laughs> using my brand new microphone. Um, I tried to pack a little light, being that I came like 16 hours. Yeah. Well, no, it's fine. <laughs> but like, I love my mic. And if you guys know that I'm kind of like a tech head, um, <laughs> I'm also becoming maybe maybe just a little bit of a gearhead. And just like, I got the mic that I wanted. And then after a while, I was like, I was between two mics. And so I, when I got the other one, I was like, oh, yeah, but I could, I mean, it'd be awesome to have that one that I didn't get because you always want the things you didn't get. Right. 
So they both have their positives. Uh, so they're definitely definitely a little bit different, but it's a great mic. You sound great. Yeah. Thanks. Hopefully, you guys don't hear the air conditioning, uh, which is screaming at us right now. <laughs> um, I mean, I can't it's hear anything loud. else, pretty much. I mean, I don't even notice. It's like white noise. Okay. Well, good. He doesn't notice it. So I guess we're okay. Um, no. Anyway, you know, we got an opportunity to go to a game. What else are we talking about? Let's let's get some things out of the way first. Brian Reynolds is back. Mm-hmm. Here we go. First one. <laughs> Brian Reynolds is back. Bay goes to the injured list. And we were at the game Saturday, just for clarity's sake. Uh, Bay popped out of the box. Just didn't even, he couldn't even run. Yeah. Stood there, doubled over for a while. So, obviously, it has something to do with that. It's an ankle thing. He can't get anywhere. So, um, oh, look, notes in the screen. Nope, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> all good. All good. So, it's kind of interesting to me. I, I maybe would have pegged Bay to be the one to go down when Reynolds came back. Yeah. I think what probably would have been my pick anyway. And so, the fact that he's on the injured list is uh, better for him because mm-hmm. he's going to get full MLB pay <laughs> while he's on the injured list. Right. Um, but also I think it's just a, um, I think it's as far as the roster it goes, you know, I think that's probably where we would have been anyway at this point. Um, and maybe we'll get into Hayes maybe comes back this week. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get into that a little bit. Um, what else do we have to get out of the way here? I guess just this one. We were just watching on your phone before yeah. we hit record. It sounds like you want to say? Because it's a pitching thing. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, Mitch Keller, uh, first all-star nod. Yeah, oh, is it? yeah that's right. First, first all-star Okay, nod. so pretend we have our clap button because we don't have it here. So Mitch Keller, all-star game. Kind of surprised to see nobody else. Are you? Yeah, I mean... Even watching the post game after Sunday's game, you know, Matt Caps even said it like it starts with Bednar. Yeah. And who's going to join Bednar? And then Bednar doesn't get his name called. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to me. Out of the position players, I could see McCutcheon getting the call. Yeah, um, I thought McCutcheon would. But but I'm not I'm not overly surprised. Yeah, I thought you would see something from McCutcheon. Um, yeah, I guess that is it. So I had a list because, I mean, it was getting close, and I had a list of guys who not I thought deserved, not that I thought was going to get it, but people that I was like could possibly get a, an invite. And, and I had, you know, Reynolds, McCutcheon, Bednar, Keller, and Sawinski. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Sawinski does have 17 home runs. I mean, yeah, despite what anybody – feels about Sawinski that I don't under, fully understand. Right. I mean, the dude's hitting for power. Right. And I still wouldn't be surprised to see him involved in the All-Star Weekend festivities. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play in the All-Star game anymore to get into the Home Run Derby. And dude, like, his launch angle was made for the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really good. And there's been some people, there's been some outsiders outside of Pittsburgh actually writing that. Yeah. Um, and telling that same story. So it's funny. I'm, I I told you about the notes. Did you even notice that? For those of you not on video, I tried to put the notes on the table in front of us. And they were in the shot. So I was like, oh, that's not going to work. 
and I set them here, and they're yeah, still in the shot. Yeah, they they are, but they're a lot less noticeable okay. down there. They're All right. fine. All right. Well, you know, just pointing things out. Yeah. I yeah. I tend to, you know, strive for. Perfection. Excellence in all your various trades. <laughs> what is that from? Almost heroes. Almost heroes. I strive for excellence in all my various trades. <laughs> None of those wouldn't happen to be a haircut and a shave. <laughs> or no, that was the dentist. <laughs> One of them wouldn't have to be dentistry. I've had this molar that's been bothering me since St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, watch Almost Heroes. You get so some funny. of our inside jokes. Um. <laughs> yeah, so Mitch Keller is the only one to get the nod. I I kind of thought it would that Mitch Keller would be on that list. Uh, Bednar I could see too, but I really did think that that Mitch Keller was getting in. As far as position players, I think you wait and see if there's any. Um, I think you wait and see if there's any movement. Right. Oh, Which this guy got voted is. in. He's not feeling good or whatever then sometimes there's some sort of movement that gets somebody else in. Maybe somebody selects an Andrew McCutcheon or somebody like that. Right. I really only think that Kutch and Sawinski. I really can't imagine anyone else in the mix. I mean, Reynolds, but he did all of his damage in like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm, very, I'm, I'm really surprised about that. It's like we were talking about it earlier his eight home runs on the season right now, and he hit five of them in like the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, he's still he's still hitting the ball. He's but but not for yeah, but not he's not at an all star level. Yeah. And if you look at Sawinski's numbers with the home runs and the on base and whatnot, I think you could make a better case for him. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's it. I think that. You know, I don't think Santana's there. I don't think anybody else. I mean, a lot of our production lately have been some young guys, mm-hmm. and so I think that when you look at it that way, it's um, it's a little bit a little bit different. I, it's all stars are not on this team right now, and is right. that something where it helps you understand a little bit where this team is? Sure. So I mean, as we go into um, as we go into t- to talking about the series and and, and things like that. Cody was on the show Friday, and you you haven't even gotten a chance to listen or anything, but we had Cody Patanko on the show Friday. If you didn't listen to Friday's show, go back and listen. It was a good conversation with Cody, getting to know him. It's the first I've really got to interact in person with him. But, um, yeah, it was a really good it was a really good talk. We, we talked about a lot of different things. Um, we touched on a lot of different things, and it kind of did feel like we had an agenda – and then we just blew it. Like it just was because <laughs> we, we just got to talking about so many different things that went to this place and went to this place and went to this. And it was just like literally just this conversation that ended up working out because, and you only get that with guys that you don't talk to a lot. Right. Right. Because like you and I, we talk about everything when we're, we're doing this, we don't go down the rabbit hole. Cause we know, well, we could just talk about it next week or we'll just, we talked about it last week. Right. But when you're in that kind of a thing, you know, you get some of his opinions that, um, you know, that maybe I've already shared, but he, you know, he had an opportunity to. So it's pretty cool. But we mentioned on Friday's show coming into the Brewers series, how the Pirates had the had an opportunity coming into the series to kind of um, to kind of make a, another 
another push to kind of get yourselves back in it. If they could win a series against the Brewers and say, no, we're still in this thing, man. So we lost the series, but I guess that's where I'm at. Like, was it enough? Was it enough to say? Because when I watched this, like, obviously we had the Santana walk-off mm-hmm. on Friday. We had the game Saturday that was... Uh, it was a blowout. It was a blowout 10 to nothing and ended up losing 11-8. Like, we, I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Then the rain came and the tarp came on the field. And Devin Williams came on the and field. Dave, Devin Williams, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, it's. It, I'm not blaming everything on the rain. Devin Williams is a great pitcher. And yeah, it, You get to Devin Williams, you're going to have problems. Um, but, yeah, it's. It, it just seems like I walked away from that game, and I scrolled through Twitter afterwards, too, and so many people walked away from that game saying, I, I'm not really all that mad. Right. What was it I said to you in the car? I said... I think that if we would have been up 10 nothing, yeah, and walked away with an 11-8 win, we may have been less entertained than we were the way it actually happened. And obviously you want to win games. Obviously that's important. Right. But when you go to the game, it is more than that. It is yeah. more of like, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's part of that that says, I want to have a good time, win or lose. You know what I mean? You never yeah. regret go. You want to have a good time when you go to the game. Right. And I think we did. And and it was not just because well, shoot, what was the what was the comment? It's not just because of pretzel. What was the comment that Travis Williams made where it was like where he was saying what I'm saying, but it was it shouldn't come from him. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what it was exactly. Yeah, something about the pretzels or something. Yeah. But anyway, it wasn't that. It was literally the fact that the Pirates still put on a good show despite a pitcher not having it in Oviedo and just getting down that much. I mean, Contreras didn't really have it either. And then to turn around and show that kind of fight right after the night before coming back from a deficit and, right. you know what I mean, and coming back and winning. And so it was it was 4 nothing. then it was 4-3. But then when the Brewers went back up 7-3, it kind of felt like, ah, oh, we almost came back. Yeah. And then they ended up still coming back. Mm-hmm. 10-0 was a little more of a deficit to come back from. They gave it their best shot. Right. I mean, other than actually losing the game, the biggest disappointment of the game for me was not getting a shirt uh, you know, from the T-shirt toss. I try so hard. You do. And so we, we may have a few new listeners. We had some good conversations with <laughs> the people that were sitting in our section were really funny, really cool. Um, and uh, we ran into a dude who let us cut in line in the store. In the store. By the way, that new clubhouse store is legit. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> I actually like it. It's really cool. Um, bought this hat. This is actually, you probably can't tell on camera, but it's one of the City Connect hats. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. But we, we talked to him for a little bit. And I thought there was one other person we talked to, the guy that told you it's $15 or more, mm-hmm. or $15 more. And then the, more. La- the lady while we were leaving, like we were literally on, is that 7th Street? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I rolled her, we rolled the window down. You listen to podcasts? She's like, yeah, I'll listen to your Pirates podcast. Yeah. And I handed her a card. Yeah, and some of the conversations we were having, not to mention we stood and talked, well, the, the game was delayed. Nobody knows right, why. Right, I mean, we know why, but we're acting like we don't know why, right? right. That's kind of the thing to do right now. 
Well, we got to stand and talk to Jim Stam from the Pirates Fan Forum for a long time. That was a great time just yeah. getting to chat it up with him. We talked about all kinds of things, including Jim told me he didn't want... I'm just kidding, Jim. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing that, that we talked about a little off the record that... Uh, that was a good. That was a good talk. You got to hang around. You got to hang around to hear those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what what do you call that? Like a, not a, I forget what it is. Like a far off. I forget. But there's a there's like a phrase for it. But anyway, I don't have it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to say that to, so that everybody can say, Jim, what are you saying? <laughs> um, anyway, we had some good conversations and and um, a lot of different ones, and that was one of the things that was kind of echoed uh, in a lot of... Well, I mean, you got a lot of people leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. But those those people that were in our section got to experience when the T-shirt people come out to shoot T-shirts off of the dugout. And if you were in that section and you are checking out the podcast this week, uh, you're probably laughing, maybe out <laughs> loud right now. Um, Jake has a thing, and it's like immediate. And if I ever had something like this, I don't know. I mean, like, it was on it. They said, we're going to throw T-shirts. Jake goes, boom, he's straight up. And he stands there with his arms up in the air, and he just says, hey, I mean, as loud and as ridiculous as you can imagine, (laughs) give me a shirt (laughs) over and over again. And if one even comes remotely close in that section, you missed. (laughs) It's really funny. You got to see it. I'm not going to try to recreate it. Um, but he did not get a shirt. It's other than once. this one. It's worked once. It's worked once. Yeah, okay. I was I was back when I had season tickets with the coaches. Yeah, and I was sitting in the very front row when they used to shoot him out in the, the outfield crowd too, in the outfield stands as well. And I was yelling, and, and one of the girls finally just went here and just threw it to me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's too funny. It is really funny. At first, everybody's kind of like looking, like, what is this guy doing? And then you know. He's so persistent <laughs> that it, it ends up just being hilarious. It's, it it's it borders the line of Family Guy esque, <laughs> like Peter Griffin. You know what I mean? Just, ah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's, it's kind of how true long is this guy because gonna it's go? like he's gonna stop now. <laughs> no, he didn't stop. <laughs> there is a little bit of that, um, but it was a good time. We had yeah, a really good fun. time. Uh, do I have a story? Uh, well, smells. We know that smells bother me. We just talked about that. This is the thing that I'm <laughs> hopefully I'll stop going through soon. But like, I just kind of got sick to my stomach from a bag of popcorn and went up to get ice cream. Couldn't find ice cream. <laughs> Stood in line in the sweet spot all the way to the front. And some girl walks up to the girl <laughs> behind me. I'll buy your ice cream if you let me cut in line. And this girl perked up and said, I'm sorry. And she goes, I'll buy your ice cream. You let me cut in line. And the guy behind her is like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been waiting in this line for 15 minutes. You are not cutting. So what I want to know, if you're listening to this in audio, you need to go over to the YouTube because, or just hit, hit me up on Twitter. Cause I got to know, are you saying get in line, buy my ice cream right now? Or are you saying, no, I waited in this line. You are not going to cut. Is there a is there a is there a plate is there a piece of you that says I can't let you get in line even though it's just a transaction like it doesn't matter like if it's just one more person it's just a it's still one transaction right it's not like it's two different transactions which is what takes long I'm cheap so you can buy my ice cream you're saying 
get in line. You're buying yeah. my ice cream. It's also a great I'd idea. I'd probably be like, you're not cutting. You're my best friend. <laughs> I held our spot <laughs> just to make the guy behind me be like, oh. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was like, no. He was he was serious, too. Yeah, he's, There's no cutting. I've been waiting. And then she tried to be nice, but she's like, oh, how long did you wait? He's like, I've been in this line for 15 minutes. And I was like, that's not really that long. Like, <laughs> it's long, but... I, I think if you if he would have said like I've been in this line for an inning and a half, I'd have been like, oh, even though if it's fifteen minutes, I think that's what really matters. Right. How much baseball did you miss? Right. That's fair. Anyway, are you doing that? I want to know in the YouTube comments or hit us up on Twitter about the the ice cream line. Are you are you taking up the deal and and letting letting her buy your ice cream, or are you saying no cuts? I gotta know. Because I kind of had this thought in my head, and I don't know where I stand on that. Initially, I just was just a you know just watching this unfold, right? And it felt like this girl who was just on her phone, right? And then she just perked up. But it felt like she was about to about to take her up on this deal. We got all the way, and I was next in line, and I just kind of looked back, and I was like, "You almost had free ice cream." And I just wanted to see what she was going to say because she had some time to think about it. Well, she yeah. was mad. That's what I found out. She was like, yeah, no kidding. This guy was like, <laughs> she was like, I was about to tell her, yeah. And I was like, I mean, free ice cream. And she's like, I know. And then she's like, looking, where's she at? And I was like, well, she's long gone now. Yeah. And this guy yeah. called her out, you know. And she's like, I'm about to turn to this guy and be like, are you buying my ice cream now? I'm a poor college student. <laughs> and I was like, that's a fair point. I don't know. I'm just, now I'm curious of like the, what's the word? Like not the... Is it, is it like the moral compass? Like the ballpark is it etiquette? Ballpark etiquette. Where are you guys at on that? Because are are you literally in a place where you're like, no, you can't cut. But like, if you're just gonna buy your ice cream, that he yeah, let's do twofold. If you're buying your ice cream, you're letting them cut. Yeah. What if the what if I'm in? What if somebody's in front of you, and and brings that up, and then they cut to buy your ice cream? What do you think? Are you upset? Honestly, honestly, like any more? I'm like. <laughs> Well played. Well played. That's, that's good. I might try that sometime. Like, yeah, the idea alone seems like it's worth it. Right. Like, I feel like I'm I'm somebody like honestly, I, I've gone to the sweet. I like soft serve right now. It's vanilla is one of my flavors, as I just said, and and vanilla soft serve is it, it. That's what hits the spot for me. But every time I go to the sweet spot, I'm like, nope, that's a line. I'm not doing it. I don't wait in lines. Like, I just don't like generally in life, I don't wait in lines. You know what I mean? I can just get, and so what I do is I go to one of those markets, I grab a pint of the Madagascar vanilla and I self check out and I'm out in 30 seconds, by the way, greatest things PNC parks ever done is the self checkouts in all those places. But like, then I'm back in my seat and I can do that in a half an inning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even in a one, two, three, half an inning, I can do that. If I'm close to one of those markets. Right. So I went into the market. They were out of ice cream. I went into the next market past the sweet spot and I grabbed one of the pints and basically squeezed it. And there was ice all over them as if like the freezer stopped working and then it was working again. So it got all the condensation then froze. We're way off now. This is great. We're talking about frozen dairy products. This is where we're at. (laughs) Hey, this this is what I do for a living, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. Anyway, the thing is, is like, 
once I couldn't get ice cream there, I was like, I got to wait in line because I was super hungry and I can eat nothing else at the ballpark. Right. So that's just where I was at. So the game. Yeah. Let's talk the game. Sure. Specifically Saturday, we were there. We saw a lot of things. We saw a fight in a team that, like we mentioned, when you left there, you were kind of like you felt good about leaving the stadium that day. Even though they lost, you were like, man, I felt like they showed us a lot today. Right. Any any notable like moments? I mean, I know we don't typically get into the moments I mean, here, but let's, I mean, Swinsky hitting that home two run shot well, off a lefty breaks up the no hitter. Yep, two Bur- RBIs. He's the first. You know, he breaks everything there, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the hits the hits the home run off a lefty. Was that the? Yeah, that was the short guy. Wasn't because he was short, <laughs> dude. He's so short. They he said. Short. I heard they said on the radio he's like five six. So I have an inch on him. Yeah. But I'm not trying to play professional. Well, I mean, I tried, but it <laughs> would have liked to have tried, but it didn't work. Yeah. So anyway. Not even close. Home run off a of lefty. That's big. Um, almost hit one to lead off the game today. 17. I mean, real power. Yeah. Real power. Yeah. If you if you don't like Jack Sawinski at this point, you're, you're just missing something. Right. You're just missing something. Um, I, other than that, I, I go back to Friday. I go to the Kutch double. The Kutch home run first, 297. But in the bottom, in the, in the ninth, you get the Kutch double. Bay had the hit. That was a big hit for Bay. Um, but you, you get the Kutch double. He's super excited. And then I'm trying to process this. Then yeah, Davis. it was the very next. Oh, no, then Davis. Davis yeah. grounded out the third. Davis grounded out. Which, by the way, even when he's getting out right now, he's hitting the ball hard. Yeah. yeah he's, he didn't, he he's didn't play doing Sunday. fine. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't. I, I don't. We get it's days fine. off. Days off. Home, I guess. You got a chance to take a series. I, I really wish that when you have a chance to take a series, you put your best foot forward. However, I did yeah. see some some comments on like this was not a must win game. It's just not. I mean, that's yeah. not where our team is right now. Was it an important game to win? Absolutely. Yeah, if Would you I look have at liked to see our best foot forward, like you said? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But we're not in a must-win situation. So part of that is um, kind of where I wanted to go with this a little bit. Um, because of the fight and the resilience and the way that they bounce back, the way that all of this stuff went, um, I kind of have this question of if the Pirates were trying to make a statement. Because we all know if the Pirates get hot, this um, – this division is takeable. Like, it's winnable. Yeah. I don't think the Pirates in any normal season are a team that could push for something like this. But, I mean, is this division not the first team to 85 wins it? You know what I'm saying? Could be. I think the first team that gets to 85 wins wins the division, even if that means they win their 85th on the last day of the year. I mean, it could possibly be that. But I think if any team gets there earlier, then I think they've separated themselves from the pack. I really, I mean, it almost looks like this division could be won with eighty-five games. See, uh, I believe I, I get I get it. Same I thing for the, the AL Central. I think I think the Reds are are making a push to say that it might be closer to ninety wins. Wow. Okay. Um, closer. It's only five game swing. Right. But. Um, also, I mean, you got to think we're we're gonna we're gonna get 
crew's back. Andy hasn't shown up yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be an upgrade, which I'm just guessing is going to be right after the All-Star break. Okay. Because he is playing in the Futures game, I do believe. Yeah, you know they're going to wait So they're going to wait until yeah. after. He, yeah. get, get him the fanfare there. And then, right, yeah. right. I, and I think he comes, you know, comes up to the bigs after the All-Star break. But you get those two guys in our lineup, and it's like you start to see. you got Davis, who's just continuing to get – I mean, he's striking the ball well. He's continuing to improve. Gonzo, Nicky G, he's getting better. Uh, a little cutter, but still not as just a straight-up four-seam fastball that he hit out today on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I think, I think we're starting to see pieces fall together. Does that help push us – over and like not over but push us towards that 85 like you were talking about um are we able to punch kind of punch the reds back with some of our call-ups my Mm. my my concern is our starting pitching is our pitching in general yeah pitching in general you're right But, but starting pitching for sure uh roanzi's struggles which are which have been continuing is a real wrench. Um, it's essentially, it's essentially Vince Velasquez going down. It's essentially JT Brubaker going down. Mm-hmm. This was one of the guys yeah. that you were depending on, and he's not there. He's he's not, you know what I mean? He's yeah, not he's there. He's not performing at all. So even though he's coming in from the bullpen and not doing well there every time, I mean, Saturday, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, that's a big deal. You're going into it, you're saying, well, we had Keller, we had Hill, we had Brubaker, we had Roanzi, and we had either Ortiz, Oviedo. I'm trying to think of where we had that fifth spot at. Because Oviedo wasn't even – oh, I mean, Vince Velasquez. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Vince Velasquez. So, like, when you look at those five, and then you had Oviedo and Ortiz, guys that you were like, okay, well, they could fill in. If, and then guys just get hurt right away. And now all of a sudden you've got both of them up there and they have to be good yeah. because you're down to Keller and Hill. And Hill is who Hill is. Right. We're, you're, he's going to give up three runs, maybe five, every start. And so, like, we get that. That's what you're working with. So you've lost Brubaker and Contreras that should be ahead of Hill. And yeah. they're just gone. And then Vince Velasquez, who you didn't think would be, but was ahead of Hill. Yeah. And now he's gone. You're right. I mean, we and we know that. So, looking forward, I mean, if Roanzi doesn't figure it out, I'm not sure Beto goes the distance. Uh, Priester's been, you know, up and down, but he's been good lately. So there is that. There, there might be another option there. Um, who knows if Max Cranick ever, you know, if he makes it back this year and he's strong. We, I mean, we just have no clue. It's too early to really take any guesses on him right now. But. Yeah, I mean, pitching in general is is a tough spot right now. But on top of that, there's just a lot of there's a lot of things that are yet to happen. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who are struggling who have yet to bust out. And you know, you wonder Carlos Santana and the longevity and how long he's going to keep going. In the middle of August is he going to continue to look the way he's looking? Well, you're going to get Choi back. Well, this should help with that. That's true. That's true. So there, there's some push and there's some shove here. Yeah. Uh, pu- push back. Yeah, that's fine. Push comes to shove. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But there's there's some give and take. Um, 
but ultimately, I mean, I think we're, you know, we're both pretty concerned about the pitching as far as trying to win a division. Right. However, we're going to continue to see growth. We're going to continue to see that sort of thing from this season. And that's the thing I like. The resilience may have made a statement, but I still don't think that statement is we're coming for the division. Right. You have to take this series in order to say, we'll see what they do the next time they play a division opponent. You know what I mean? But well, you had to take this series. We first. don't play the NL Central again for like another month. Yeah, it's like late. Yeah. I think it's, well, I think no, it's. I think it's the first weekend of August. Is it really? I think it is. I think Milwaukee. I think we play Milwaukee. Which is one of the interesting things about tonight is we don't have, I don't have computer in front of me. I don't have all these things to just look this stuff up and right. fact check. I don't have box scores. I don't have all this stuff. So I'm probably going to remember some things wrong. But I mean, we have these, but. I'm just not good at looking at my phone. I just had cataract surgery. Now my left eye can't see my phone anymore. So <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all kinds of falling apart, guys. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, August. So we got the Dodgers. Yeah. Nothing in July. That first weekend in August, the 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th, Thursday through Sunday, we got Milwaukee. So you could still say, you know what I mean, see how this shakes up. But we have definitely have a tough road ahead with the Dodgers in Arizona on the West Coast. I mean, they're the two in the in the West that are fighting for it. And, you know, that's going to be a tough one. That leads us into the All-Star break and, and then, you know, all of that stuff. And we have a lot still to, to cover, but um, – what else do we say? So resilience, back in the race or not? I'd say no. I'd say they're not back in the race. They're going to have to make a lot more. They can get back in the race. They're not there right now. It does look they're like... five a, and a half back. They're, yeah. and it, the, At the halfway point. Pretty pretty much the halfway point. But they they're have to show... No, but they have to show they're in it. That's You fair. know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's I mean, fair. The, this team spent 33 days in first place this year. And... They they are they fell out of it. Now they got all the way down to eight and a half games. So yes, they've done some movement, but when we played against the NL Central teams, we haven't played well, and that's what has to change. Those yeah. are the series you have to go into and say, "I'm coming for you," and go from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say to answer the question that we had Friday, um, I don't think they got back in it. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, got back right. in it. I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to talk about them after losing a series. Right. You come back and win two of those games, and it's like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Or if you come up, I mean, we started off on top today, so on Sunday. If you, if you finish that game. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I, I just, I still think they're, I still think they got work to do. I don't think that they're ready to take that step. Right now. Now, right. they could still change things if the NL Central continues to be bad. I'm repeating myself at this point. I'm but I also myself. don't think they're in a position to make any moves at the deadline. I, I, don't, I, don't, want, I don't want to see let's trade now while we have a shot to win and mess everything we've been building up. So that's the next thing is uh, that's the next thing I was going to ask you about. Hayes still needs to come back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the that's the big one. Choi needs to come back. Mm-hmm. So with those two guys coming back into this roster, with the deadline coming up, what even like what does this team look like in a month with additions, subtractions, things like that? So 
let me try to paint this picture a little bit. If we have, well, first things first, um, it's either going to be Hayes or Choi. But let's say both of these guys come back. Who's not on this team after those guys come back? No deals, no deadline deals, anything like that. Who are we looking at in danger right now of, of heading to Indy at this point? Well, Triola's first. You think Triola's first? I think Triola's first. Okay. Um, I don't think he's a Major League Baseball player. Mm. Um, maybe a bench role on a bad team, which, but I think he's first. Um, okay. I, okay. I, 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 let's talk Triolo then. Okay. I'm not, oh my gosh, the air just turned off. It's been like an hour. <laughs> it's been longer than that. But okay. anyway. Anyway. Um, I think Triolo, I, I'm not sure I'm that low, but like I haven't been the the two errors today were, I mean, really, I mean, he doesn't even have to get the second one. But these are just, I mean, the errors are going to happen. Yeah. But this was the same sort of uh, sort of thing I saw when I saw him in AAA. I saw those types of errors. So, it's root beer. Um, those are the kind of things that concern me a little bit because we're talking about a guy who won a gold glove in the minor leagues. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of conversation like, well, we I mean, obviously we can't compare him to Key Bryan because of how elite he is on defense, but this guy's still a great defender. Is he as good? I've heard some people say he's as good as Key Bryan, and I just not that Key Bryan never makes an error, and not that this right. is like, oh, it's his first week, he made two errors, big deal. But like I've seen him the, the times that I've seen him, I actually didn't mind him at third base. I thought he looked fine. I thought since he's came up, he's made several like pretty good plays that uh, that I've thought were that were really good, and I was like, yeah, I could see this guy playing third base every day. Um, when I saw him play short, it was entirely different. He completely bombed the eye test, in my opinion. I only saw two games, so it's really hard for me to base an opinion off of those two games, but. You know, the idea of when Key Bryan comes back, there's people saying, well, just slide Triolo to short because he's better. Now, Tukapita's down right now a little bit. You know what I mean? He's He's been hot and cold a little bit, and so there's a little bit of that, but I don't know that, I don't know that that's an option. However, there is talk about that. I'm not sure he's not a major leaguer. I just don't, th- I just don't think he hits well enough. And I don't, I don't, like, you're a big dude and you're not hitting for power at all. Okay, so and like I just don't I don't I don't know if the hit tools there. Okay, to be an everyday major leaguer, I I should rephrase that. You know, sure, everyday no, major fine. leaguer. Yeah, and the glove's gonna play. So yeah, you're not gonna feel bad about putting him in twice a week to play. You know, he, he's gonna handle a position for you. Yeah, and if it's twice a week, sure, I'm I don't care if he goes. I mean, he's played a little bit of second base as well. Mm-hmm. Um, third base, obviously, that's where he's at, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that there's a chance and maybe we'll get into some more guys here. I think there's a chance that he's not the first because they want to see him a little bit longer. Certainly not the first if it's just Choi coming back. He's there until Key Brian comes back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's fair. Yeah. For me, that's for sure. He's there until Key Brian comes back. All right, so who's who's next on your list there? Now that we've it's a good question. I mean, it's that 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 is a good 
question because you're going to have, is it going to be Rudy? Is it going to be Bay if he's back? Well, that'd be a whole other story, right? Because Bay, Bay comes back, I think Bay goes down. Yeah. But that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Hmm. Palacios? Yeah, and Palacios has been doing so good lately. He deserves the credit for how well he's been playing, mm-hmm. which does make it kind of interesting because right now, Connor Joe is is still an outfielder, He's but he's also playing first base. So his value coming into first base does create an opportunity in the outfield for somebody for those days. When Choi comes back, Joe almost loses his opportunities at first base at that point. Not completely, but almost. Which means he's more outfield, so do you send an outfielder down? And so, you know, at that point you're looking, is Palacios the next? Um, Cal Mitchell's not there. Smith and Jigba's not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what you're looking at. Yeah. Castro is struggling a lot. He's not playing every day. Is there a way that it's Castro going down? It'd kind of be good timing. Hey, go down there so you can play every day. Let's get you back to speed and then bring you back up. I actually don't, I don't mind that. I think that would be a good one because Palacios is hot. Palacios cools down or somebody else gets hurt. He's the first to come back kind of a thing. Right. I think that's a good I think that's a good I think he's actually first to go because I think it was Bay and Castro were those two. If they think Triolo has the ability to play he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to play other positions. Nick Gonzalez is gonna play second every day, other than days off. I think right now. If if Castro goes down, when Choi comes back, I think you're gonna see Nick Gonzalez at second base for an extended amount of time. And he's played a little bit of shortstop since he's been up. He has. So that's even an option. But once Bay and Castro are gone, he doesn't have to. Right. Because Tucapita is going to be at short. Nick Gonzalez is going to be at second. And I don't know. is who's el- Who else is there? It's actually, I, I don't know how you can. You've got to have someone. <laughs> Without Bay there, I mean, you could say Triolo, but right now Triolo's playing third. Right. So you have three infielders who are only going to play infield. Or who are only, you know what I mean? So you even if you shuffle them around, you lose somebody at the other position. Who's left? I don't think Castro can go down. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> it's gonna have to be Palacios for Choi. Yeah. Boy, I don't like that at all. I don't either. Am I we're missing somebody, dude? We're missing somebody that we haven't seen in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have to be. How do we not have enough players? Well, Henry Davis is, you know, he's getting outfield reps. Good thing I've got any kind of connection here. <laughs> Nothing. Look at this, guys. This is this is how it's loading. Oh my! All right. Swinsky, Reynolds, Palacios, Connor, Joe, and now we know that Henry Davis is getting those outfield reps right now too. Right. That's all you have in the infield: Triolo, Gonzalez, Marcano, and Castro. It's going to have to be it's going to have to be Palacios go with the four outfielders. Yeah. It, it, considering that uh, Davis is an outfielder, McCutcheon's a DH, pretty much only a DH. But I feel like that's what you have to go with. Yeah. I'd, you can't you can't have two guys this is the problem with having two guys on your roster who are first base only. 
The only other thing you could say is if it's Palacios, McCutcheon could also play innings in the outfield if need be in a game and let and let uh, Choi and Santana be in the lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of tough to think yeah, about. It's interesting. Unless they just say, oh, Henry Davis, you're catching. Delay goes down. I mean, that's not going to happen. No. We already know that's not going to happen. Very right. interesting. I say cash. I say you know, we both said Castro and Triolo because we're thinking infield, but I think it's, I think it's uh, Palacios for Choi, and then Triolo or Castro for Hayes. I think that's where it happens. So, yeah, even though uh, you know Palacios is playing well, I think I think it's his. I think it's his move. And then you go Triolo. I'm going to go Castro for Hayes. Just because I think they want to see Triolo a little bit longer. They want to see Gonzalez a little bit longer. And I think we go from there. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. So who's next? We talked about the Dodgers. We're going to LA. Um, was there just, anything else that we had? Was there anything else that you wanted to? We didn't talk about trades or anything like that, but I'm looking at the time and I think we've probably filled up our time pretty good. Um, yeah. And we've got time to talk about that. We haven't, we're not even at the All-Star break. Mitch Keller, you're right. going to the All-Star game. Derek Shelton, you're going to the All-Star game. We're good there. Maybe we'll have some more to pop up. Um, draft is... Let me look at my calendar here. It's the ninth, isn't it? Ninth, yeah. Ninth is the first round, so that's one week from today. So we're going to prep ourselves to talk draft for Friday's episode because we haven't really shared much of our opinions here. Right. So that's going to be a fun one. Um yeah, we're going to talk draft. It's going to be fun. I do not look into the draft very much, but we're picking 1-1. One, one. I think it's this is probably <laughs> a, uh, as good as time as any. Yeah. To take a look at this thing and see how it shakes up. So, all right, what else do we have here? Um, we're going on to LA. We've got pretty much all 9:30 games except for one. It's an 8:30 game. Uh, we also will probably record our next episode before that series is over. Sure. I'm not staying up to the end of that right. thing. Right. So just won't do it. Um if you're new, let us know you uh you caught it. If you if you met us at the game, let us know you stopped by and you caught the show. As you can see, we're wearing our Saturday Luau Hawaiian. These are the best ones they've had, right? Do you think? Between this one and last year's, I like the pineapples on last year's. The all like the just black and yellow yeah. without the colors and stuff right. like that. But I do like this one a lot. Yeah, I like this one a lot too. And, and how can you not like the parrot surfing? Yeah, where do you have that? Right there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This is a really cool one. Mm-hmm. So, hey guys, this is a really fun episode. Um, it was a little different. It's a little unconventional. I know that. It, 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 I mean, if you've been around long enough, you you know that I'm kind of. Uh, a bit sketchy and shaky whenever things aren't, you know, right in line, but <laughs> I think it's a good time. It's fun. It's good to do this kind of stuff and still be able to fit this kind of thing in without doing it really early or, you know, shooting it out late. You guys will still get this on time. So I'm actually still going to drive home tonight. Yeah. So I've got about a two and a half hour drive ahead of me tonight. Once we take all of this down and then I'm going to get home and then set most of this back up. Just because that's my setup. Yeah. And I do I do work tomorrow. So I actually use some of this equipment while I'm working. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm even 
and saying all this. <laughs> it's a little insight. A little insight. Little insight. In, inside little of insight. Josh this world. is a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see how they do against the Dodgers. I'm not picking anything. Uh, I think that's all I have. Yeah, I think I'm good, man. All right, let's see and how the this. The Dodgers just had a rough series, so let's go in and hopefully take something from that. Oh, I actually didn't even see that. See, this is the thing when I'm traveling, man. I'm just I'm out of my element. It was, I forget who they played. San Diego, maybe. No, San no Diego way. Was, yeah. Anyway, that's all we have. Well, me and Jake will talk about the Dodgers off air. Right. All right, let's go, Bucks. Yeah, let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go Bucks.